Welcome to Beyond the Dollar, a show where we have deep and honest conversations about how money affects your well-being. I'm your host, Sarah Lee Kane, and in this week's episode, it's just me and you talking about how to help you navigate your feelings when it comes to money. I'm here to talk to you about the overwhelming emotions you may be experiencing right now. Believe it or not, it might actually be grief. Trust me, it's a lot more complicated than you think. So I'm sitting right here with you, chatting about how it can manifest in different ways in your financial life when you're adjusting to a new way of living. So you'll learn what it means to process your emotions, why it's okay to do what you need to do to take care of yourself, to stop thinking that you're failing, and why community is more important than ever. By the way, I am here to help. I have a values-based spending guide that is still just as relevant as ever because it'll help you hone in on what really matters to you, even if that's security right now. And you can use that to help you guide your spending. So to download it, head over to beyondthedollar.co slash values. All right? Get ready, grab a seat, and let's go beyond the dollar. All right, welcome everyone to Beyond the Dollar. So before I start diving into the idea of grief and your finances, I just want to talk about the new format of this show. So if you're a new listener, welcome. People who are returning, welcome back. Always appreciate the Beyond the Dollar community. So if you've listened to past episodes of Beyond the Dollar, you'll know that I feature stories of people who have gone through a life transition or life event just and through the lens of money. So moving forward for this season, I've decided to extend the season for a couple more weeks. And it's really because I just have this sense and feeling and from a lot of feedback so far from everyone that we want to talk about more about our emotions and some of the practical ways to really move through it. So what's going to happen now is every other episode is just going to be me and you talking obviously you listening <laughs> and then other ones are going to be the usual story that you'd come to expect and love from beyond the dollar all right so let's talk about grief if you think about it grieving is about a sense of loss so it's not necessarily about losing a loved one of course that can absolutely be the case but any kind of loss can trigger a grief reaction so think about when you were dating someone and you broke up right? There's that sense of loss. Maybe you had a favorite mug and it dropped and it cracked. You can no longer fix it. Maybe you lost a pet. Maybe you had to pay for a car repair and that money you had set aside for a vacation. Anything like that is really this sense of loss because you're expecting something to happen and then obviously it no longer did, right? Something different happened instead. So think about the emotions that you can feel when you're grieving and they can happen in ways and all at once and then all over the place again, right? So think about the idea of sadness, right? That's a pretty common one. Feeling angry sometimes for no reason. Maybe you're feeling really guilty also maybe for no reason. The shock that you feel at something happening or the change. Maybe you're like, I don't believe this. What's going on? And maybe you're in denial or disbelief. You're confused about what's going on because again, it's such a big change. You feel lonely, 
That's very normal as well. There's a lot of anxiety or depression. You are craving or yearning something that was there and is no longer there. Or you're really preoccupied with like one singular thought or a couple of singular thoughts. And again, you're just ruminating on it. So think about what you're personally going through right now. No judgment and just see what's coming up. Have you felt any of these emotions? Have you felt them all at once and then not at all? And then it comes back. I just want to say that I am also someone who's feeling a lot of these emotions a lot at the same time. And then when I express, let's say, anger, I feel bad at it. And then it kind of goes all over again. So maybe it's the idea of preoccupation or rumination for myself. Now, when you're feeling these emotions, it's natural to feel like we don't want to feel them. Like we just want to push them away because frankly, negative emotions suck, right? It sucks a lot. Like, Maybe you want to go, okay, well, you know what? I can't really socialize with friends. It's not as bad as someone who lost their job or I still have a home. I still have a stable job. I have food in the fridge. Like what, why am I feeling bad? I do not have a right to feel that way. These are very common reactions as well. And that can be a form of denial. So when we start judging our emotions or we push them aside, it can make us feel worse. And again, I want you to think about if this has happened to you in the past or even lately. When we push our emotions aside, we don't want to feel them or we're rationalizing them with logic. It can manifest into different types of behaviors and it can affect our financial lives, right? Like obviously all aspects of our life, but because it's beyond the dollar, we're going to talk about your financial life. Here are some examples. So maybe you're panic buying items. So you already have, and you have lots of it in the house. So for me, I am guilty of buying, I think two cases of seltzer water. When I got home, I was like, oh, I already have a case in the house. So that was probably panic buying a little bit. Maybe you're impulse shopping online. I have found myself putting a lot of items in my shopping cart on Amazon and almost buying it. And those are definitely impulse items. Or maybe you have lost a source of income or you've lost your job, you've been laid off or furloughed and you're still spending as you normally would, like as if you still had some income coming in. So that can be not healthy because right now you, you might need to lean on your savings or whatever source of like smaller source of income that you have. Obviously, I don't want that to happen to you. I want you to thrive financially in, in all areas of your life. And so having these types of behaviors manifest because you're denying your emotions can really wreak havoc for years to come. And I don't want that to happen to you. And even still is having these emotions of grief or feeling grief can really make you feel less worthy, right? So let's say you've lost your job or you have some contracts coming up with client and that's no longer happening. So maybe you're trying to rationalize it with logic that maybe like you're just not a good worker, you're not worthy of the money. So let's say you are one of the few people that have been laid off in your department at your job. So maybe you're trying to put logic to it like, oh, I wasn't pulling my weight. I was gonna look for a new job anyways, like things like that to rationalize it where you feel like, okay, I, I just, I just wasn't good enough for this job. Maybe you're eating differently. And then as a result of feeling guilty, now you're overcompensating by buying, let's say a workout program because you're feeling bad about eating the junk. Now for me, I have noticed that I am stress buying, right? And I, 
again, talked about just a couple seconds ago about impulse buying. So what I've been doing is I've been feeling very helpless at seeing all these local businesses around me having to reduce their hours or laying off their staff. And so I've just been buying items from these businesses because I just I feel really bad about it so for example I bought some really fancy green tea and I have plenty of it at home so it's not something I need but I have been buying it and so I've been going over my budget a little bit this month just to feel like I am supporting someone and their efforts to try to bring in income for their employees or even for themselves. Now, whatever you're feeling, whatever you're, however you're acting, I am here to say and let this be your permission slip that it's okay to feel this loss this sense of grief, no matter how small it is, right? It doesn't matter how sad you are at even simply simple things like not being able to go to the coffee shop anymore once a week because you want to have a change of routine for, from working from home or not be able to go for a walk with your dog at the beach because the beach is closed, not being able to hug your friends when you say goodbye because you're social distancing or whatever it can be. Any little thing like that can be really upsetting, especially if you have relied on it for a long time. Or it's something that has benefited your mental health, your financial wellness, all of those things. All of these things are relevant because they're relevant to you. So if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling angry, lonely, anxious, depressed, all of the things, it's okay. And I think that's really the first step is to give yourself permission to feel those things. This is going to sound a little strange, <laughs> but be comforted by the fact that you're recognizing that you're feeling these emotions or this sense of loss or grief or however you want to name it. Because feeling these feelings means that you're not in denial about what's going on around you, right? If all you're doing is going on as, you know, air quote normal, you're spending air quote normally, or you're not kind of following the protocols of what's going on around right now, maybe you're in denial. It sounds strange to have these negative emotions pop up, but I encourage you to try to be grateful for them because you may be able to channel some of these emotions and feelings into something helpful for yourself and others. So going back to my stress shopping at local businesses, yeah, it's not helpful necessarily for me to feel stressed and bad, but I have at least tried to find a way to take that outward to help local businesses, even if it's like a $20 gift card, right? Whatever you can afford at the moment. So let's talk about some practical ways of how you can move through these emotions of grief or stages of grief as you will. So obviously the fact that you are accepting or recognizing these feelings means you're, you kind of move past the denial phase. And what I would also encourage you, again, very much easier than it sounds, is don't rush anything. We're going to react in different ways and different timelines. Okay, The way that we move, build, learn, connect, naming our emotions is going to be different. So it's okay to feel bad. It's okay to feel guilty. It's okay to feel the shame. It's okay to feel all of those things. Even if you are okay, even if you're under budget this month, even if you still have the money to invest, even if you still have a fairly stable job, okay? It might feel good to kind of have this desire to be, and I'm gonna air quote this, 
productive, right? Get into this like state of frenzy and like want to do all the things, right? Like all the exercises, deep cleaning your house, start a new side hustle, all of those things. But don't do these activities in place of feeling your feelings. Again, because that's going to lead you to denial. So allow yourself to give yourself as much time as you need to feel it. The second thing I think where a lot of people are grappling with, and I know this is something I'm dealing with, is that we get very focused on the future, right? Maybe you're a planner. You like to put things in your bullet journal, your passion planner, whatever planner you use. And now that has really changed. Maybe events are getting canceled or there's just a sense of like, well, What's the point of planning for the future? I don't even know what's going on right now. So the solution is to focus on right now, right? I mean, when things have gone to the crapper, <laughs> we we want to kind of get that sense of certainty back, right? And, and like planning for the future. And so when, when that's kind of almost taken away, focus on your immediate needs and then you can kind of move on to the next step of it. So what are your values and your immediate needs? So maybe your value is security right now. Again, I, I talk about that in my guide. What are your needs right now? Is it that you want to make sure you have food in your fridge? Is it that you want to schedule time or block off time in Google Calendar so you have time to go to the grocery store? Maybe it's tending to your children's emotional needs. Maybe it's literally getting enough sleep. Maybe it's giving yourself 30 minutes to read a book, right? A non-fiction book or a fiction book, whatever it is. What do you need right now? Because if you can tick that off your to-do list, It'll give you that immediate sense of satisfaction, right? Maybe you temporarily feel a little bit better and then it'll help encourage or motivate you to do other things, okay? Talking about doing other things is think of like one small thing you can do. Nothing is too small right now. Even writing a thank you note and dropping it off at your neighbor's door is going to go a long way. If buying a cup of coffee and getting curbside pickup from your local coffee shop is all you can afford right now, then that's fine. Even if sharing a charity on social media that needs donations, that is fine. Any little thing helps. Any tiny action is going to have a much bigger ripple effect than you think. Then something that I have been experimenting with and I think that might be helpful is to outsource some of your decision making. And so I want to be clear, I'm not talking about giving someone a couple thousand dollars a year, do what you will with it or invest what you will with it. I'm not talking about the major parts of your financial life or things that only you can really answer or do. I'm talking about really simple things that can help you free up your mental bandwidth. And so here's an example. So so my exercise routine has been turned upside down because I usually do a combination of bike, walking, going to the yoga studio, etc. So a lot of that I, I don't do or cannot do anymore. And so I have been really struggling with figuring out what I want to do in terms of movement. And so what I'm doing right now is I will look on YouTube or websites for these 30 day Pilates challenges or hit challenges. And so all I'm doing is making one choice of, okay, I'm going to do this for the next 30 days. And then that's it. I wake up in the morning, I click on a link, I do the exercise, 
and then I move on with my day. That frees up that mental bandwidth to think of other more, I guess, important matters, like maybe allocating our budget for the month, figuring out if we want to continue investing, those things like that. And as you're processing your own feelings and things that you can do, don't ignore community and connectivity because the last thing you want to feel is this loneliness, this yearning, because the more of that that you're going to feel, the more anxious and sad, all of those, again, feelings of grief are going to really pop up. So again, may try to support some local businesses, but you want to make sure, again, your finances are are squared away. If you're grappling with lost income, right, the last thing you want to do to try to be helpful is just like spend $50 worth of artisan coffee beans. I'm just saying. Get on Zoom calls. Do what you need to do to stay connected, whatever that's going to look for you. And finally, embrace that desire to create this new world for yourself, right? Working through these negative emotions, freeing up that mental bandwidth. Hopefully you're going to see that you have this desire to do something, okay? It doesn't have to be like create a new business, kind of this hyper productive hustle mentality that a lot of people are encouraging, but it could be as simple as finding a routine and just savoring it, right? Right now, I love sitting on my patio and just having a cup of tea, having a conversation with my husband while my son's kind of running around. That was 15 minutes I'm just learning to savor. That is a new simple routine that we're doing. I am trying out new apps to talk to my friends and I'm just feeling so grateful that I have those opportunities to do that. And again, any of these little things to help you embrace that desire is going to help you in your journey to acceptance during this time of grief. And I really want hope and resilience to come out of it because I want you to know that you can do this, even if you're going to continue to struggle for years. And if you've listened to past stories of Beyond the Dollar, you'll know that a lot of the people that I've interviewed have gone through a lot of struggle, financial hardship, even personal grief, a lot of these things. And they've worked on it for years and have come through it. We are creative. We are resilient. We are responsive. We are innovative. We are going to find light in the dark. We're going to learn some new ways to make friends. We're going to find new ways to connect. You're going to learn about all these amazing places in your community that you're going to visit or that you can visit now. You're going to have great relationships years from now that you don't even know. Maybe someone you meet on a Zoom call is going to be like the love of your life in the next couple of years. You just don't know. There could be a lot of positive things that can come out of this. Maybe some of the changes that you're making now are going to manifest fest in different ways in the future. Things can look grim. Things can look scary. Maybe you are going through some sort of loss, right? Whether it's losing someone you love, losing a routine, losing income. But humans can do this. You can do this. All right. No matter what happens, I want to be able to help you. And please, please reach out to me. I'm on Instagram at beyond the dollar or email hello at beyond the dollar dot co. Please let me know how I can help you, even if you have a question or pointing you to any resources. So my challenge to you before this episode ends is think of these questions. Okay. Is what do I need right now? What can I do to outsource some decision making? And what am I discovering about myself throughout this time? All right, so think about those questions, journal out whatever you need to do, whatever answers you come with. Again, please 
hit me up on Instagram at beyondthedollar.co. All right, next week's episode, like I said, it is a story of, oh my gosh, this is like an amazing story of resiliency. So Melissa Becker is coming on to talk about adopting four children. Isn't that insane? I mean, she, I think, adopted two from the foster care system, two from the private system in the US. And she talks about having to go through court, paying all these lawyer fees, trying to get grants. I mean, like this lady is resourceful and resilient as like so many my guests i cannot wait for you to listen to it so please i encourage you to subscribe to the show so you can get a notification of when that episode drops all right everyone until next time keep living beyond the dollar thank you so much for listening and on beyond the dollar if you like what you heard please share with a friend it'll help share the mission of what we're trying to do which is to have more deep and honest conversations about how money affects our well-being so tag them on instagram when i post up in the dollar or send them a link whatever you want to do to spread the mission of what we're doing around here Now, if you feel that putting money towards the things that really matter is a challenge for you, feel free to download the Value Space Spending Guide. So what it is, is you're gonna be able to gain clarity around what matters most to you in life, be able to name your most important values and how we can start putting money towards those things. So to download the Value Space Spending Guide, go to beyondthedollar.co slash values. So thank you again for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode of Beyond the Dollar. By the way, thank you to Donovan Durant again for providing this awesome theme song.